Shalom, Holy Scriptures and Israel is a ministry designed to share with the Jewish people the good news of the Lord Jesus Yeshua the Messiah and to instruct Christians on the Jewish roots of their faith. And now, teaching God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective, here is Gideon Levitam. Shalom, my dear brothers and sisters. Our study in this ministry is the final portion that is found in the Gospel of John. John chapter 21, and the reading is from verse 15 to verse 25. This is the last message that we have on the Gospel of John. The Lord had taught us many, many lessons through the study of the Gospel of John. To remind you that as we conclude the study of the Gospel of John, we are learning many lessons specifically. If there is anything that the Spirit of God desired to teach us as God by divine design gave us this fourth gospel called the gospel according to Yohanan, John, the main lesson that we learn here from this gospel of John is the fact that the Messiah, the Mashiach, the anointed one, the one who came from heaven, the Immanuel of Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, the mighty God of Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, the one that came from heaven is the one who is a divine person. The main focus, the main purpose that the Gospel of Yohanan, the Gospel of John had been given unto us is to understand that the Messiah who is the King the Messiah who is the servant, the Messiah who is a perfect man, he was much more than just another king, as Matthew present him before us, a servant, as Mark present him before us, a man, as Luke present him before us, but this person by the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, is the eternal Son of God. Wonderful to know. It gives us the assurance that the one that we trusted in, the one that we believe on, is none else but God the Son, God Himself. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so in John chapter 21 and verse 15, we read, So when they had dined, Jesus says to Simon Peter, Simon, Shimon, son of Jonas, Bariona, lovest thou me more than these? He says unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. 
He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith unto him again the second time, Shimon, Simon, Bariona, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Shimon, Simon, Bariona, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved, because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Yeshua saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldst. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning about, sees the disciple whom Yeshua loved following, which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, Sayest to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Yeshua saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren that that disciple should not die. Yet Yeshua said not unto him, He shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciples which testifies of these things, and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose, that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. And the gospel closed with the word, Amen. So, beloved brothers and sisters, this final message on that 21st chapter of the Gospel of John present before us these final words of the Lord as He is there, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, in the Galilee, just there by the shore of the Kinneret, the Sea of Galilee. In verses 1 to 14, we have learned how the Lord Yeshua the Messiah expected the disciples to wait for Him there in the Galilee. And while they were waiting, they were impatient 
And Peter, Shimon, Petros says, I go fishing. Everyone followed him and they went fishing there as well. In other words, Peter and Thomas, Nathanael and the sons of Zebedee and the two other disciples, all these seven disciples went back to their old job. Of course, Thomas was not from there yet. He followed Simon Peter's leadership and they all went back to fish for fish. And we've already learned that the Lord have called them earlier in the beginning of his ministry, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They served with him for three, three and a half years until the time that they kept the Pesach, the Passover with Yeshua the Messiah, he died, he was buried, and he rose again, and now he is appearing unto the disciples after his resurrection, seeking to establish them and prepare them for this new era that you and I know as it is called today the church age, the assembly age, the ecclesia age. Even though their measure of understanding was so limited, they did not grasp what you and I know today because we have the whole canon of Scripture, but the Lord Yeshua the Messiah sent them and He said to wait for Him, to wait for the promise of the Father, to wait and receive instruction from Him, receive the Holy Spirit of God and begin to become those that will be the foundation of these age in which we live in today, the assembly, the new era where the gospel of the grace of God will be preached to all the nations of the world and the body of Messiah, the body of Christ will be built, the assembly, the ecclesia, the called out one, the church. While Israel in a state of partial blindness, God was going to use these disciples to be the ones that will present the gospel to all the nations of the world. But these seven went fishing for fish. And when they realized that the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, He was the one that was there on the shore, He called them, He asked them, if you remember, He asked them if they have any food to eat in the earlier verses of chapter 21. And then when the disciples saw that it was the Lord, they came to shore. And as we have already learned, that when they came, they heard the word of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, who said to them, Come and dine, chapter 21 and verse 12. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? They finally recognized that it was indeed the Lord Yeshua, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. And then the Lord provided, can you imagine for the disciples, bread to eat, fish to eat, and they were fed by the Lord himself, who in a miraculous way, the risen Mashiach, the risen Christ, the risen anointed one, is now feeding the disciples on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. And we read in verse 14 of 
John chapter 21, that this was now the third time that Yeshua showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. We have already learned that he presented himself before the disciples, whether collectively or individually, many more times. But this was the third time, as the scripture record, during which time he showed himself to his disciples. Notice that we only have seven disciples here in the north on the shore now. Simon Peter, we read it in verse 2. Thomas, Nathanael, the two sons of Zebedee. This is Yohanan and Yaakov and the two other disciples. And there we have these seven disciples there on the shore of Galilee. We do not read where were the others, but we do know that the Lord appeared to the eleven more than once. He appeared to certain individuals. He appeared to Yaakov on his own. He appeared to Simon on his own. He appeared to more than 500 believers in at one time. So the Lord appeared more than three times, but it is here now that the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, is appearing once again to his disciples on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, from verse 15 to the end of the chapter, we learn the beautiful truth of the fact that Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, is now will restore Simon Peter, who denied him three times there, by the house of the high priest of Israel, where three times he denied that he knew the Lord. And here Yeshua is now restoring publicly Simon Peter before his disciples, so they will see that the Lord have called him to be the apostle who will be ministering and leading and preaching the message of the gospel. It will be the one that we know him from other passages, according to the book of Galatians, that he will be the apostle to the circumcision, to his own brethren, to the Jewish people. While the apostle Shaul Paul was the apostle to the uncircumcision, to the Gentile, to the Goyim, to the nations of the world. But he was called to be a leader in the local assembly in Jerusalem and later on to be the, the pillar among the people of God, the foundation of the assembly. And so you notice now in verses 15 and 16 and 17, we learn of the question that Yeshua asked Simon Peter. You notice we read in verse 15, Yeshua spoke to Peter before all the other disciples. And he's telling Peter now, notice after they have eaten breakfast, they have enjoyed the Lord Jesus the Messiah who provides for them breakfast there on the shore. They understood that it was he, he was the one that assisted them in being able to fish fish even though all night they toiled and they didn't have any fish in their nets. And when the Lord told them, cast the net on this side, there would be 153 fish that they captured and they brought to shore. 
And after they have been fed, now the Lord can publicly restore Simon Peter. Now, I just wanted to mention these beloved brothers and sisters. God, the God of Israel, the God of the Bible, the God of the universe, the God of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, is a God of restoration. He is the God of the second chance. He is the God of all grace. We all fail Him. We all come short of the glory of God. We all need Him in order to receive forgiveness of sins, but also when we fail, even as believers, even as disciples of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, the Lord is in the ministry, in the business of restoration. How wonderful it is. Wherever you are today, as a believer, as a disciple of the Lord Jesus the Messiah, wherever you are, whether you failed the Lord, whether you have gone away, whether you are not in a close fellowship with the Lord, whether you are, find yourself away from where you should be, there is always a desire of the Lord to restore His failing people. He will do so in a future day to the nation of Israel. He will restore the nation of Israel to himself in the future day because he is a God of restoration. He loves you. He loves me. He loves mankind. And here we see the love of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah towards Simon Peter, Shimon Petros. We read in verse 15, so when they had dined, Jesus says to Simon Peter, Simon, in Hebrew, Shimon, son of Jonas, in Hebrew it is Bar-Yonah, Shimon, Bar-Yonah, the word Bar means son in Aramit. Yonah is the father of Shimon. Yonah simply means dove. Shimon simply means to listen, to hear. In other words, he is really speaking to Shimon, the one who is supposed to hear and listen, who is the son of Dove. Simon bar Yonah, Shimon bar Yonah, lovest thou me more than these? The Lord asking Simon Peter. Notice, it is interesting, that he asked, Yeshua asked Simon Peter publicly before all the disciples who were there. And he asked him uh, in a way that it will speak to the heart of Shimon, of Simon. He said to him, lovest thou me more than these? What does he mean when he says more than these? Some say that when he says, do you love me more than these, Yeshua meant, do you love me more than you love the disciples? These, meaning the disciples around you. Others say that when the Lord says, lovest thou me more than these, that he asked Simon Peter, do you love me more than these disciples love me? In other words, do you love me? Do you have love towards me more than these disciples have love towards me? And yet others say 
that the Lord Jesus the Messiah said to Peter, Love thou me more than these, meaning, do you love me more than the life of fishing? And these things that you are doing right now when you return to your old occupation. We might even combine all these three together. Do you love me more than you love the disciples? Do you love me more than the disciples love me? Do you love me more than these things that you are having right now, your occupation, your old job, your own way of life? And just to remind you, beloved brothers and sisters, and dear friend, because earlier, we read in Matthew chapter 26, verse 30 to 33, these things. When they had sung a hymn, this is at the Passover Seder, in the upper room in the city of Jerusalem, before Yeshua died, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Then says Yeshua unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Yeshua is saying to all the disciples who kept with him the feast of Pesach. And they were also introduced to the Lord's table, the Lord's supper, where he gave them the bread and the wine. And he says, this is my body which had been given to you and my blood which will be shed for you. But you remember what Simon Peter said there after they have sung a hymn and on the way to the Mount of Olives, to the Garden of Gethsemane, the Garden of Gatshmanim, Peter, according to Matthew chapter 26 and verse 33, he said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. And then Yeshua said to him, Verily I say unto you that the that this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. In other words, Peter believed and assumed and trusted in his love towards the Lord more than all the other disciples. He said, though all men shall be offended, because of the I will never be offended. The word offended can mean stumble. Though all will stumble, I will not stumble. Or the word offended, to desert, uh, to desert the Lord. Though all will desert you, yes, I will not desert you. Or the word for offended will fail. Though all will fail, yet I will not fail you. In other words, Peter claimed not realizing his own sin nature, that he will not be offended. Even all will be offended. The disciples or anyone else, I will not be. I will never be offended. I will never fall away. I will never stumble. I will never desert you. And sure enough, he did so. And how amazing the lesson is for us. We cannot trust ourselves. The sin nature of ours is so sinful that the best of us can never trust ourselves. But we need to trust in the Lord. 
If there is a time of testing that the Lord allows God's people to go through, He will give the grace to do so. To Shaul Paul, he said, My grace is sufficient for you. Shaul Paul said, When I am weak, then I am strong. We have to realize our weakness, but Peter, in a time, he loved the Lord, but in a time of testing, he had to realize that he could not trust himself. And so now the Lord is speaking to Shimon Pentos publicly beside the other disciples, and he said to him, Simon Peter, lovest thou me more than these? And most likely that these is not so much more than the disciples love me, not so much more than you love the disciples, but really the thought behind this, lovest thou me more than these, really has to do that, do you love me? It has to do with the fact that, do you love me more than doing that which you used to do before, your occupation, your fishing, all that which you are having now. Do you love me more than you love to do what you are doing now by going back to your old occupation, to your old way of life? And the Lord Jesus the Messiah used the Greek word agapeo, which is the Greek word that represents the highest love, meaning the unconditional love. That's where we get the expression, for God so loved the world unconditionally. God so agapeo the world unconditionally that He gave His only begotten Son. In other words, it has nothing to do with anything in us. It is all from God that He loves humanity. And here Yeshua asks Simon Peter, Do you love me more than this? Do you agapeo more than these things? These things that you are doing now. And it is interesting, in the Hebrew the word is ahav or ohev. Ha-ohev ata oti. Do you love me more than these? So Simon Peter answered him, notice verse 15b, he says unto him, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. So the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, said to him, Okay, feed my lambs. And you notice, beloved brothers and sisters, we do not know how the expression was there when the Lord was there with uh, Peter, but you notice that the Spirit of God used the word phileo, Another Greek word for love in verse 15b. In other words, when Shimon Petros responded to Yeshua, who asked him, Do you love me more than these? Peter responded with a different word as the Spirit of God placed this before us in John 21 and verse 15. Phileo. In other words, it is a relationship love. It's liking someone. It's not the unconditional love that the Lord is desiring to have from His own people. And so, the Lord Yeshua said to Peter, Well, now, if you do so, 
If you do love me more than these things that you are doing right now, well, feed my lambs. I want you to respond to the call that I had for you. Follow me and I will make you fisher of men. And as you fish men with the message of the gospel, they need to be fed. They become lambs. They become those that need to be fed and to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. But Yeshua doesn't stop there. He continues and he asks Peter the second time. In verse 16 we read, he says to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, Shimon bar Yonah, lovest thou me, he says unto him, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Yeshua said unto him, He said unto him, Feed my sheep. The second time, the Lord Jesus the Messiah used once again the word agapeo. Do you love me unconditionally, Peter, Simon? Do you really love me unconditionally? So, Shimon Bar Yonah, the son of Yonah, he responding and he says, Thou knowest that I love thee. And again, the Spirit of God placed before us this word phileo when Peter responded to the request of the Lord, to the question of the Lord. And so in other words, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, asked the second time, and he says, Peter, do you unconditionally love me? And Simon Bar-Yonah responded, I like you, I love you, but he does not use that word unconditionally. You see, the Lord knows our hearts. The Lord knows each and every one that belong to him, and he knows very well that the human heart is feeble, and our love for the Lord is often time limited because the sin nature within us causing us to love ourselves more than anything else. And that's why the Lord is challenging Peter by asking him now the second time, Lovest thou me? Notice he eliminated in verse 16 the words more than these. In the first time he says, Lovest thou me more than these. The second time in verse 16 he says, Lovest thou me. He stopped even to say more than these. And Simon, Shimon, responded to him, he said to him, Thou knowest that I love thee. Then Yeshua said to him the second time, Feed my sheep. The Lord Jesus, the Messiah, knows our hearts. It reminds me of the verse that we read in Ephesians chapter 5, where the apostle Shaul Paul said to the believers at Ephesus, asking the husbands, husbands, verse 25 of Ephesians 5, love your wives, even as the Messiah also may love the assembly and gave himself for it, 
that he might sanctify and cleanse it with washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wife even as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. But then Shaul Paul explained this to the believers. He said in verse 29 of Ephesians chapter 5, he says, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. We by nature love ourselves. But it says in verse 29, but nourishes it and cherishes it, even as the Lord, the church. In other words, we naturally, with our sin nature, love so much ourselves. But the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, is saying that we are to love our wife even as we love ourselves and even as Christ loved us and gave himself for us. In other words, to love our wives. And the standard is, of course, is the love of the Messiah, the Christ, for the assembly, for the Kehillah, for the church. What a standard! Who can fathom this high standard that we receive from the Lord and what he desired is from Simon Bariona, from you and from me and from his people. And yet we have to admit that the standard is high, but the Lord could not give any lower standard because that's what he's expecting. Just like when God gave the law to our people of Israel, he could not give anything less than perfect because that's who God is. God is holy, God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. So when instructions are given to God's people, the standard is high, even though we fail to reach this standard. And so the second time Yeshua asked Him to feed my sheep, even though Simon Peter did not respond with the same word agapeo, unconditional love. He used the same word phileo, which means I like you. It's a relationship love that we have. And so now notice, beloved brothers and sisters, the third time the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, asking, he's appealing again to Peter. But you notice how the Spirit of God places before us in verse 17. He says unto him, the third time we read in verse 17, Simon, bar Yonah, son of Yonah, lovest thou me? Now notice this time, we have it in the scripture, in the original language, the Lord Yeshua the Messiah used the word phileo this time, the third time. He didn't use the word agapeo, unconditional, but he used the word phileo. It has to do with a relationship love, a family love. So he asked him the third time, Shimon bar Yonah, lovest thou me? Do you really like me? But you notice what we read in verse 17b, Peter was grieved. Why? Because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me. In other words, 
in the first time he says, Agapeo, do you Agapeo, do you unconditionally love me? The second time Yeshua said to him, do you unconditionally love me? The third time Yeshua said, do you really like me? Do you really phileo me? And that grieved the heart of Peter. And because it is in the third time, that the Lord used the very same word that Peter used, namely the fact, yes, I like you, Lord, I like you a lot, Lord, I have a relationship with thee, but he never used the word unconditional love. Well, Peter spoke the truth. Peter, we read, he said unto him, Lord, you see, notice what Peter is saying to Yeshua now in these verses, especially verse 17 at the end, he says, Thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. In other words, Peter was exposing himself before the Lord. You know, dear brothers and sisters, it is so easy to say things. It is so easy to make promises. It is so easy to claim that we love the Lord more than others. As Peter said in Matthew 26 and verse 33, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. I will never fail away from following you. I will never stumble. I will never desert you, Lord. Even if everybody will do it, but not I, not me. And sure enough, the Lord is exposing the truth in our own hearts and he knows you remember what we read in john chapter 3 the flesh profiteth nothing that which is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of the spirit is spirit you must be born again and whenever believer who is a born again person who live in the power of the flesh trusting in himself he will never be able to love the lord as he ought And therefore, it is only as we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit of God that we are able to walk in a way that is pleasing to the Lord and to love Him and to serve Him and to follow after Him and to lead others unto Him. As the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 5, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He does not speak to unbelievers, he's speaking to believers. To save, forgiven, redeem people. And so, Peter responded honestly and frankly before Yeshua the Messiah, and he said to him, Lord Adoni, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. In other words, you know my love towards thee. I love you. It is limited. It's weak. It is feeble. You know all things. In other words, he Simon, Peter, Shimon, Petros, Shimon, Bariona, looking back at the time before the death of the Messiah. And he remembered very well how he denied the Lord three times. Let me remind you what we read in Matthew chapter 26. It says in verse 69 to verse 75, Now Peter sat without... In the palace, 
And a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also was with Yeshua of Galilee? But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him, and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Yeshua from Nazareth, with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. Verse 73, And after a while came unto him, They that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And we read at the end of verse 74 of Matthew chapter 26, And immediately the cock crew. And you remember what we read in the next verse, very interesting, that Peter remembered the word of Jesus, the word of Yeshua, which said unto him before the cock row, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. You see, Shimon bar know very well that he failed the Lord. Even though he made promises that all will deny you, I will not be like the other. I love you so much that I will follow you wherever you go. I will never fail. I will never, never fail. I will never deny you. I will never stumble. I will never desert you. I will follow you even. All will not do so. I will do so. And sure enough, he did so as the Lord said unto him. And then he went out and he wept. He wept bitterly. And my dear brothers and sisters, this is an amazing lesson for us all. The Lord wants us to respond to His call. He wants us to love Him, yes. He wants us to love Him unconditionally, yes. But He also knows very well that man, the best of men, is but a sinner by nature. That is a failing human being that need God's grace and help, the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God to help him, to help her, to follow Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. But you know this, beloved brothers and sisters, how wonderful, in verse 15, Yeshua said to Peter, feed my lambs. In verse 16, Yeshua said to Peter, feed my sheep. In verse 17, Yeshua said to Peter, Feed my flock, feed my sheep, my dear sheep that I love so much. And the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, publicly restored Shimon bar Yonah, Simon bar Jonah. He publicly restored him, and three times he requested from him to feed God's people. What a privilege it is to feed God's people, to minister the word, to encourage the believers, whether they are young or old, whether they are male or female, 
whether they are from this nation or another nation, what a privilege it is to feed and to encourage the people of God spiritually, to minister the word, to be an encouragement, to be a blessing in a world which is so messed up. What a call the believers have. Everyone in his own sphere of service and ministry which the Lord have called us in the small corner or the larger sphere of ministry, the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, wants God's people to feed God's people. He wants God's servants to feed the sheep, the lamb, the flock. So now, in verse 18 and 19, Yeshua let people know that He will eventually will suffer. And He will eventually, as He served the Lord, He will identify with the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, in His death. And so He tells Him in verse 18, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Yeshua, Jesus, is speaking to Simon Baryona. And Yeshua said to him, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldst. In other words, when you were young, you went wherever you wanted. You could do what you want. But, he said, When thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thine hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. In other words, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, saying to Peter, Peter, when you were young, you were free to do your own thing. You went wherever you wanted. You did what you wanted. But here is the message for you, Peter, as I'm asking you to feed my lamb, to feed my sheep, to feed my flock. Peter, here is what will be for you in the future as you serve me and live for me. Here is what will happen to you. When you will become old, you shall stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither. Thou wouldest not. You know, it is very interesting that the Lord is telling Peter concerning the future day. You remember when Yeshua was with Peter and the other disciples in the upper room? He gave commandments to the disciples. In verse 34 of John 13, we read a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one to another. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Where are you going? Yeshua says unto him, Whither I go, thou cannot follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. And here the Lord said to Peter something that he didn't quite understand this in the upper room before the death of the Messiah. Now the Lord Jesus, the Lord Yeshua is beyond the grave, risen now, before his ascension to heaven, and he's saying to Simon Peter, to Shimon Bar Yonah, that when you will become old, you will stretch forth thine hand, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldst not. In other words, you will follow me hereafter, as John 13 
and verse 36 is telling unto us. And beloved brothers and sisters, it is amazing when you think of the fact that the apostle Peter will end up to follow uh, the Lord in so many ways. In fact, we read in Second Peter chapter 1, and there we read in verse 12 the words of Peter, Wherefore I will not be ne- neglected to put you always in remembrance of these things, Peter said in Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 12, Though ye know them, and be established in the present truth, yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, has showed me. In other words, when Peter wrote to the Hebrew believers, of first century, as he was the apostle to the Jewish people, to the circumcision, he told them that the Lord have already told me that I must put off this my tabernacle. He gave me instruction as to how I will die, how I will leave this scene here in this world. But as long that I am here and now, I will put you always in remembrance of the truth of the word of God. And so, in verse 18 and 19 of John chapter 21, Yeshua explained by the Spirit of God to the disciples and to you and I today, what does he mean when he said to Peter, When thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand? What does it mean? Well, we read in verse 19, This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. In other words, history teaches us that when Peter was captured and ultimately was killed, he was crucified. He died as the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, died on a Roman cross. But history tells us that Peter did not want to even die like his Lord, and he requested to die upside down, to be crucified upside down. But he indeed glorified God in his life and in his death. This spake Yeshua signifying by what death he, this is Peter, should glorify God. And indeed, beloved brothers and sisters, Peter knew that. And that's why when he wrote his second epistle to the early Hebrew believers, he said to them, knowing that shortly I must put of this my body, my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus the Messiah has showed me. And so after the Lord have restored publicly Shimon bar and publicly before the other disciples who were there, here we find out that after he gave him these commandments, these instructions, to feed the lambs, to feed the sheep, to feed God's flock, the young and the old, 
Then, in verse 19b, we read, And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, This is the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, saying to Peter, Peter, follow me. Follow me. And to remind you, beloved brothers and sisters, this was the command of the Lord already earlier when he called, when Yeshua gathered his disciples. He wanted them to follow him. He said in Matthew 4.19, he says unto them, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Because he wanted them to follow him, that he will make them disciples, apostles, who follow him and become fishers, not of fish anymore, but fishers of men. In Matthew chapter 8, in verse 22 we read, Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. In other words, follow me. Continue on to follow me. Let the dead, let the unbelieving world to bury their own dead. But you follow me. I will make you fishers of men. In Matthew chapter 9, in verse 9, as Jesus passed Forth from thence he saw a man by the name of Matthew, Matthew Levy. And he said to Matthew Levy, sitting at the receipt of the custom, and he said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and he followed him. Matthew Levy also was called to follow after the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. All the disciples were called to follow the Lord and to become fishers of men, beloved brothers and sisters. In Matthew chapter 16, and verse 24, we read, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Follow me, and I will make you fishers, of men. That was the desire of the Lord from all his disciples. This is the desire that he had from you and from me, beloved brothers and sisters. This is amazing. Notice what we read in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 21. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, complete, go and sell all that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. This young man who trusted in riches, to him who trusted in riches, Yeshua said to him, go sell it you have, and follow me, come and follow me. In other words, the Lord always desired that we will follow him. And so, these verses are tremendous, beloved brothers and sisters. Yeshua restored Simon Baryona, called him now to follow him. But you notice how quickly, because the next verses, verse 20 to the end of the chapter, the conclusion of the whole Gospel of John. In these verses, 20 to 25, the disciples were called to follow Yeshua as followers of the leader who is the person 
of the Lord Jesus the Messiah, but it's so quickly and so easily we can look around and be occupied with one another and neglect in following the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus himself. And so you notice, in verse 19, we read that Yeshua, Jesus said to Peter, follow me. But immediately in verse 20 we read, for a moment Peter took his eyes once again of Yeshua. You remember? In Matthew chapter 14 on the sea of Kinneret of Galilee, there when the Lord called Peter to walk towards him on the water, Peter could walk on the water as long as his eyes were focused on the Lord Jesus, the Messiah himself who walked on the sea. But as long as Peter did so, he could walk on the water. But the moment he looked around, he took his eyes from off him, he fell. And the Lord lifted him up. Like you and I oftentimes do in our life, when we don't look to the Lord, we stumble, we fail, we get discouraged, disappointed, we get, we fail, we turn away from Him, even as His own people. And so here we read that Peter turned once again, in verse 20, then Peter turning about, and he sees the disciples whom Jesus loved following. You see, <laughs> in verse 19, Yeshua said to Peter, to Shimon, Bar Yonah, follow me. But you notice that Yohanan, John, the disciples whom Yeshua loved, he was following. He was not even told here in this portion. So, we read that Peter now sees Yohanan, these disciples whom Yeshua loved following. We are reminded here that in verse 20b that he, this is the disciple, this is John, he leaned on Yeshua's breast, he was a man of affection, he was near to the heart of Yeshua, of Jesus. He is the one that said to the Lord, Lord, which is the one that will betray thee? He asked Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, who is the one that will betray thee? Of this we read earlier in chapter 13. That one of you will betray me. But now when Peter look at John, when Peter look at the one that Jesus loved, when Peter look at the one that leaned on Jesus' breast, when Peter look at the one that asked the Lord, who is the one that will betray you? Peter now seeing him, he says now to Jesus in verse 21, Lord, and what shall this man do? In other words, it is so amazing, beloved brothers and sisters, how Natural it is for us, for Peter, for all of us to be occupied with somebody else's circumstance. What about him? What about her? What about them? And here we learn that Peter did immediately after the Lord just told him, follow me, verse 19, he singed John, Yohanan, following Yeshua, and then he is now telling to the Lord, he says, what about this man? What will this man do? Speaking of John the apostle. And so we read in verse 21, Peter, after he's asking this question, verse 22, Yeshua says unto him, If I will, that he, that is John, tarry till I come, what is that to thee? 
Follow thou me. In other words, this is not your responsibility to worry about what he does or she does or they do. You have your own personal responsibility to answer to my call for you. You follow me. And if I wish that he, notice the word if, verse 22, Yeshua said, if I will that he, this is Yohanan, John, will tarry till I come, in other words, till I will return at the second coming, what is this today? This is not your business. This is not your responsibility. And this teaching us, my dear brothers and sisters, a very important lesson that the Lord not only called us unto salvation individually, but He also called us individually to follow Him even though others don't. And even more, when others do follow, as John followed here, God gave, the Lord gave them a call, a ministry for them to do this is before them and the Lord. And while we need to help one another, to support one another, to build one another, to encourage one another, to work together as part of the body of Christ, the body of Messiah, we are called to serve the Lord together, but we always need to learn to give room for the Lord to work in the life of others as He called them for a different ministry, for a different purpose, to work with different group of people. We need servants for the Lord in every sphere and every service in God's vineyard. And we need to learn this, beloved brothers and sisters, what an amazing lessons uh, to learn. God has given each and every one of us gifts as well. And we are all to use our gifts for the glory of God and for the blessing of God's people. And if God gave one a certain gift or a certain ministry, our responsibility is to pray that the Lord will bless that ministry. But we are called to follow the Lord. And so, if, Yeshua said, if I will that He tarry till I come, What is this to thee? I will deal with John as I am dealing with you. I am Lord, not you. And indeed, the Lord did not say that Yohanan will not die, and that Yohanan will be here alive until the Lord will return, even though Yeshua have allowed him to live here the longest. When we have the Gospel of John and the book of Revelation given by this John the Apostle, it was given to us sometimes 96 AD. John was very old by that time. And the Lord allowed him to stay longer here. He was a younger disciple, and therefore the Lord allowed him to continue to serve him longer here. But the responsibility of each and every one, including Simon Bariona, is to follow Yeshua. Follow thou me. This is an important lesson for all of us. It's not easy when the Lord calls us for some ministry that others do not perhaps see things in the same eye or maybe do not evaluate 
the ministry in the same way as they value their own ministry. But it is amazing how we need the grace of God to seek always to pray for one another, to minister to one another, but to understand that we must look at the person of the Lord. This is our responsibility individually and also uh, collectively. We are reminded of the verse that is found in the book of Hebrews, and it's so appropriate because Peter was the apostle to the Hebrew believers, to his own brethren. You remember what the letter to the Hebrews said, Wherefore, seeing we also compass about with so great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews 12 and verse 1, Let us lay aside every weight and this sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Yeshua, the author and the finisher of faith, who for the joy that was sent before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Not looking at others, but looking to the person of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. Easily said, beloved brothers and sisters, we need the grace of God when things are not easy and trouble come our way. We need to look to the Lord and to focus on Him and to ask Him to assist us in following after Him. It is not easy, beloved brothers and sisters, but the Lord is giving the needed grace to His own people. You notice now as we conclude with this wonderful Gospel of John, we realize afresh how the Lord Jesus the Messiah is above all. These last verses of this chapter, we read that in verse 23, the saying went abroad among the brethren because they heard or they heard what was told to Peter concerning John. If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? So that expression if I will that he tarry till I come. They, you know, the news goes out because it says in verse 23, Then went out the saying abroad among the brethren that the disciples should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him he shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come. What is this to thee? But it's so easy how the news and wrong news Wrong information is spread so quickly. And yet the Lord never said that Yohanan will not die. He said, if I will. Peter, you follow me. Don't worry about Yohanan John. You make sure, Simon Bayona, that you are following me. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, the conclusion of the Gospel of John in verse 24 and 25, John once again affirmed that he is the one that is a witness to all that he wrote. We read in verse 24, this is the disciple, that is John, Yohanan, which testifieth of these things and wrote these things. I am the one who wrote. He doesn't mention his name. 
Yohanan doesn't mention his name. He mentioned that he is the disciples whom Yeshua loved, but he doesn't mention his name. That's why once again, this is the disciple, the Talmud, which testifies of these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. The testimony that what John wrote concerning the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. He put it for us here. He wrote these things and we know that his testimony is true. And how wonderful to know that the testimony of John is true. He was a witness to what he wrote. In other words, he is the one that gave us by the Holy Spirit of God, guided by the Ruach HaKodesh, Ruach HaElohim, the Holy Spirit of God. He gave us this wonderful the gospel that present before us God the Son, who became a man in order to give his life a ransom for many, to become the Mashiach, the Messiah, the promised Messiah of Israel, but also the Savior of this world who came to provide redemption for mankind. And so the conclusion, the books end with both Peter and John following Yeshua. They both followed him. They both follow him. And we know very well that they both served him. Both of these disciples, we read in Acts chapter 1 and verse 13, and 14, and when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode there Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus and Simon, Zealots and Judas, the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Miriam, the mother of Yeshua, and with his brethren, they continued. They did follow the Lord, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. It's wonderful to see as we read in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongue like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We read it in verse 11 of Acts chapter 2. The day presented what they have experienced, and they presented we hear them speak in our own languages the wonderful works of God. And you notice that that is exactly what Simon Peter, what Shimon, Baryona, and Yohanan, John did. They continue with all the other disciples to follow the Lord and to share the message of the gospel. And so we read the last verse, John 21, verse 25, and there are also many other things which Yeshua did, the which if they should be written, everyone I suppose that even the whole world, even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. And the gospel is end with the word Amen. 
How wonderful it is, beloved brothers and sisters. There are so many things, so many other things which Yeshua did, which cannot be contained here. Even they could not be written in one book because there's not sufficient books in this world to speak and to record the things which our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, have done while he was here upon the face of this earth. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, and dear friends, how wonderful is the study of the Gospel of Yohanan, the Gospel of John. May the Lord bless us all, encourage us all, and we are looking forward for the day that the Lord Jesus, the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, will return to take His heavenly company to be with Him, that is the assembly, to restore His earthly company to Himself, that is the nation of Israel, and to establish here a Messianic kingdom, and He will rule and reign as King of kings and Lord of lords. Well, God bless you, and until next time, we say Shalom, Shalom. You have been listening to the Holy Scriptures and Israel with Gideon Levitam. Gideon teaches God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective. For more information about this ministry, write to Holy Scriptures and Israel, Box 1411, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, L0S1J0, or visit our website at holyscripturesandisrael.com. You are also invited to Gideon's weekly Bible teaching, on Fridays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Saturdays at 1 p.m. at Willowdale Christian Assembly Hall, 28 Martin Ross Avenue in Toronto. Holy Scriptures and Israel is made possible by your prayers and financial support. If you would like to support the program, visit holyscripturesandisrael.com. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.